Okay, so we are holding here in Chelek Aleph, Perek uh, Gimel, right? Ostas. Ostas. Okay. Um, so again, we've been speaking about the Eitzah Das Tevira, and we spoke about the Das Tevira is the Chibor, Das is the Chibor between Tev and Ra, that before Adam was Kokul Tev, and Ra was something on the outside, and when he did the Avera, he brought Tev and Ra together, and Mela, he entered the world into a place where Tev and Ra is intermixed, and, and it's very hard to see what is Emes and what is Sheker post the, post the Chet, um, and it's only with the Kayachatera that after the Chet, we have the ability to be able to uh, discern between what is the right thing and what is the wrong, the wrong thing. So just like Reptulia over here was asking multiple times that after the Chet, we see that we, we, the world was wiped clean until the Elvis came along and, and Kleiso was restarted with the Torah. And the Torah, now that we live in this world that's confusing, where, where, where Amazon Shekhar is, is no longer present and we live in Torah, only the Torah can paskin for us um, only the Torah can paskin for us um, what to do in this world where we have absolute, absolute confusion. Happens to be interesting, I was thinking about it, um, that we have put a big old gosha on the fact that the Ovis kept the Torah. And that seems to be the big modern Orthodox rant, is that the Elam's busy saying that, like, you know, what does that mean the Ovis kept the Torah, blah, 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 right? And like, like, what? 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 Oh, don't worry about it, you're, you're, you're better off not knowing. Yeah? Yeah, like you know, but but it, but I was thinking about it. It it it, 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 haps, it, hap, it has to be that way. Yeah. I was thinking about it. it. Has to be that way. This is not some acutey medrash that oh by the way the obviously you know kept the Torah like they're supernatural and they have superhuman powers and one of them is they were able to perceive the Torah. Right? It's it's more than that. If the obvious didn't keep the Torah, then they couldn't have been the Amanivchar that was being masak in the bria post the chet. They would have been no different than Dora Midbar and Dora Flaga. Because after, after, after the chet, the only way to be able to be Masak in the world, the only way to, to know in the world of Tov Ra, where everything is obfuscated and, 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 and the worlds of Tov and Ra have come together, and now the Veda of Bir has to occur. Bir meaning to separate, or, or to separate out the Tov from the Ra, and to know what actions are appropriate, what actions are not appropriate, to know where Kedusha lies, and where Tumma lies, and to be able to mavdil the difference between them. The only way that we can do that, to bring the world back to some level of Tikkun, to start straightening out the world after the worlds have been intermixed, is only through the Kayachatera. So there's no way that they could have restarted the Amanivchar, who would have been the ones that were there to Masak in the world, if they didn't have the concept of Torah. So again, what does that mean exactly? You know, again, we say they were able to perceive the Torah on their own. Certain people have, 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 have yes. But no, the door, the door of Mabel also, they, there was no perception. I mean, there was a perception of, of Torah. Uh, but clearly they didn't have the Kalim, or they weren't using the Kalim properly in order to be able to, to properly separate them out. They didn't care to... That was on Nayak. Okay, but Tachlis, they didn't do it. And then the generations after them didn't do it. Yes, there was some level of terror then also. They had Shavu Mitzvah there was Yeshiva Sheva Eber. Clearly the Goyim did not capitalize on the opportunity, but what I'm trying to say is that there had to be some level of a concept of terror. Because if there wasn't a level of concept of terror, then the world would have been doomed because there's no other way to be able to differentiate between Tevira unless you have the Mitzvah of Kodesh Baruch right? So there was. The Goyim had some, some degree of it. Avram Vinu, um, I, I saw some Marimokim yesterday that Avram was called Eber Nahar, because he was named after Yeshiva Shemva Eber. The Avram was viewed as the, 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 the Hemshech of the Yeshiva Shemva Eber, and that's why we're called Ivrim. Ivrim, the, the Lashon Ivrim I saw, I don't remember, Mark one of the Rishonim on the Parsha actually yesterday, that Ivrim, Ivrim is on the Vort, some one Vort is Eber and Ari, they came from the other side of the river. 
Everyone in Ivrim that's a hamshach of Yeshua's shame the Aver, right? That it was this was the base major base major of Aver that was that was going uh, going weiter. You had certain enlightened goyim. You had Malki Tzedek, right? It was shame, um, but the goyim didn't care to do it. So the fact that whatever Torah was available in the world, even though it was before quote unquote Matan Torah, and yes, maybe a person had to perfect his mitzvahs in such a way where he was able to naturally intuit Torah, or maybe he had to rise to the level of fixing his mitzvahs. Until Kosh Baruch Hu would eventually speak to you, and through Nevuah, you through the Mar Nevuah, you were given some access to to Torah, whatever shape you were chayiv in it or not chayiv in it. Right? We know Yaakov married two sisters, so you know there's a lot of Torah on that. But the kids are in the word is that since the Torah was not yet put into the physical world yet, <coughs> if the tachlis of an avera was more important than what would be gained by not doing it, then you had the right to do the avera if you knew the chesed. Post the giving of the Torah, then Hashem give it Sivoy, and there are no Chazbenes anymore, and we do whatever the Torah says, we don't do, even though we might think that we can, speaking of the way to beer, now the world will us together, you might think, well, I'll pull out the Mitzitzes if I go and party with, uh, you know, college kids, and I make them from by, you know, by doing cold of our Asr under the sun, so I'm, I'm not against Kirov, Kirov is great, but you can't do an Avera in the process, why? Because the Torah is given, once the Torah is given, then, 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 then you can't, if you're over any Easter, you're not allowed to... You're not allowed to uh, to do that. It doesn't matter what the greater good was. By the obvious, since the Torah was in the world, yet they they had the right to see what would be the greater Ratzon Hashem. But my point is, is they had to have some understanding of the concept of Torah because if they didn't know what the Ratzon Hashem was, then they could not have been the Ummah that would have started fixing the world post the Chet. Because the only way to untangle the world, right, of of, of Tevira is through the Kaiach of the Torah. The Torah tells us what is objectively MS and what's objectively. Shaker. In fact, the, the Torah warns us many times. It says, it says, Re'ei, you know, see, look, look with your own eyes. There's bracha and there's toiv. There's, de- there's chaim and there's mavis. Choose chaim. Don't choose the poison of mavis. In this world, we don't, we don't see clearly what's poison and what's, and what's good for us. But the Torah is, is the, many times, because I'll give the mashal, the Torah is like a medication that's given to people, because the Torah is what allows us to differentiate in the world of, of, of Tevira. And in fact, you know, to continue the muscle forward, that the Eitz Chaim, right, right, is, is what we have represented of Torah. We, we oftentimes refer to the Torah as the Eitz Chaim. Why? Because again, it is the antidote to the world of, of, of Tevirah. So I was just thinking about it, that mm-hmm. it's, it's not just, you know, happenstance, Chazal told us it happens to be the always kept the Torah. There, there, there's nothing to talk about if they didn't keep the Torah. There, there, there's, no, there, 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 there's no way that the Amanivchar could have been formed whose job is to be to separate between Torah. There would have been no... It has to be that way. There would be no way that they could have started the process of Tikkun to help bring the Ra out of the Bria and separate it out and bring us back to a world of, of Neshama and back to a world of, 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 of Tov. Right? So that, that, that's okay. So the other Nukud that we spoke about, just a brief, brief Chazara was that we saw the Rumchal's Mahal Chandas Tunas as to why Kalei Yisrael had to be kicked out of the Gan. Uh, why, well, I'm sorry, why Alma had to be kicked out of the Gan. And his reasoning was, is that he said that, and just to recap briefly, the Alma had the ability to accept the Yichud of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, intellectually. He didn't experience Ra, he never lived in this world of Tovarah. The Ra never entered into his body, and he had an objective understanding of Hashem. But in, in cerebrally, he could have imagined there being a world that exists outside of Hashem, and he could have, that would have been the world of Ra, and he could have intellectually have decided that he doesn't want to pursue that world, and that would have been enough of an act of Bechira that he would have removed Ra, just the Havamina, just the potential of living in a world that obfuscates the Kosh reality. He had such an option to go there, which he did in the end, but he had the option to decide not to go in that direction, and that decision alone, though he never experienced the world of Ra, though he never had 
of Erev of Tevera, he never lived in a world that was primarily physical, that blocked out Hashem's existence, he could have then have confirmed that all that exists at Kosh Baruch was Yichud, and continued in that path. Once he did the Avera though, so then he lost his ability to do it cerebrally. Clearly, Alden was not capable of making that decision intellectually, and therefore Kosh Baruch had to show us and demonstrate to mankind that there's nothing other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that's why he puts us in a world of absolute Ra. So when we see all the events that happen in history, and we see all the evil that occurs, and all the corruption, and we have to understand that's all the product of the Eitz Das Tevira, and by living through that experience, the, the Yid is supposed to look around and reject that world and say, you know what, I don't want to be part of this world of physicality, this world of Ra, it's empty, it's Sheker, there's no Pneumius to it, and, 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 and the Mela, that, that, that by going through world history, now that, that, that we live in a world with Ra and there's Goth, that's where the Tikkun is going to come. So a person looks at the events of the world and all the evil in the world, and, and he looks at it and he says, wow, it's really terrible, where's the Kosh Baruch And the answer is Pumfakaret, that by you living through it and by you seeing it, that every time it gets worse, that means we're only one step closer to it getting better. Because when it gets worse, that means that, that there's more of a, of a wake-up that's going to occur, more of an ability for, for us to reject and see the fallacy in the world of, of, of Tovara. And, or, not. Or, or not, but, but, but the assumption is that at one point, Kosh was guiding the world to where the Jewish people will come to that, that Hakara and that, and that, and that, and that, and that recognition. Um, and that's why you know, we see that the situations always seem to deteriorate. Um, like Rav Hanan says, that, that the Mashiach will come at the point when every ism falls off. Right? And that's, and that's what it is. The Kosh Baruch Hu said, you didn't understand it in Seichel. You weren't able in Seichel to understand there's no alternate reality outside of me. There's only my Yichod. I'll show you. I'll prove to you that there's no reality outside of me. And that, therefore, new things rise. So democracy has risen in America, and it's Medina Shel Chesed, and it's probably the best world, best, best country that ever existed in the history of the world for Jews to, to thrive in. They gave us the most rights and, and, and freedoms and whatnot, and, and we take for granted. But look, we're starting to see it crumble before our our very eyes, right? We're finding, you know, religion is an anathema now in this country. Um, I'm not trying to get political here, but I mean, these, these studies about, um, about atheism, for example, that in the 1980s, uh, I think the vast majority of Americans, over 90 some odd percent of people believed in God. Now I, I think we're under a 50-50%, you know, yeah. ratio at this point, sure. So we're, we're, we're seeing the decay and crumbling. So we looked at this thing, we said, oh, look, here was an alter reality. It was democracy. This was something that was tov. And they were just showing us that it, it is no, there is no tov outside of me. Tov is, tov is the terror. Anything outside the terror is not, is not tov. So that, 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 that was why all of them had to have the worlds of tovira merged together, and that's why his Nisayan had to get that much harder, because he didn't understand it when it was purely a decision in Seichel. It's not the Vort that Akash made it harder because he, he, did, he did a bad job and it was easy, so let's make it harder. The Vort was is that, he, that if it's something he couldn't have understood in Seichel, and Adam was going to make a Taos, so now Adam needs to actually experience it, and through the experience of it, hopefully he can then see the fallacy in the world of Tevira, once he's entered into these false realities outside of Hashem's warmness. And, and then he's able to come to the recognition that Elam Vlado is only Kashbarhu. So that is the Ramchal's take on it. And and I think with the beauty of this this word in the Ramchal is that a person needs to understand that all the Ma'pecha that happens in the world around us, all of it is leading to, to be able to come to the recognition that the Ra is something which we don't want and ultimately will lead to us accepting Kosh and, and that's the, the ticket for Kosh eventually revealing himself to the world and showing us that there is no... And, 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 and one of the kud I think that's very important I was looking for in Das Tunis, I know it's somewhere there, I couldn't find it um, I didn't look so hard, but I, I couldn't find it but I know I read it before in Das Tunis I believe, speaks with the concept that even though the world may not yet come to Hakara, 
of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's Yichud. And even though, even, even though the world is, is having, I mean, the Chazal tell us that, um, yeah, the Rechal brings us after Chet Egel, not this past week's Parsha, that every, every year has more Kilkul than the year before it, right? Because again, the Ra was introduced in the world, and the Ra only gets thicker and thicker and thicker and thicker, which gives us the ability to, to see through it and to, and, and to realize there's Tov. But the, I believe he writes somewhere that there, as a person on, on an individual level, could be beyond the Nisayan. There are Yechidim that can live in the world and that can be very well aware, even though they see all of the mapecha around them and they see all the Ra and they see all the, all the, all the, all the people striving for power and for taiva and whatnot, all the various things that obfuscate Hashem. There could be individuals who are enlightened who see through that and understand that all there is a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Even though the world has not reached that that tikkun yet, but, but a yachid could still have that perspective despite living in, in the world. And it's just a powerful thing that the Isha Muna is a person that looks around and knows that everything in the world around us is a product of the Eitzdas Tevera. Everything around us is a product of the Chet Egol, and that he keeps the terror in the mitzvahs, even though it's hidden. And, and he understands that really the only reality is the Kodesh Baruch Hu's reality. Um, and that's a very powerful, that's a very powerful thing. And, and that person that can live a life that way and, 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 and realize the MS despite the world around him, that, that only is marbe his, his schar and his hakara, it deepens his under, understanding of a Kosh Baruch Hu's yichud that he'll have in the, in, in the next world. Okay. On the outside, it's quite simplistic to think that way, but not, right. not into action. Right, right. And, and I, think, I think Adam thought that way also. I think that was precisely Adam's toes. You know, he, he wanted to experience those worlds, and, and he thought he'd be able to navigate them. Once you're in the thicket of them, it's, it's, not, it's not, not bullshit, but that's, that's the... That's the Avedah. That's the Avedah, you know? And that's the time that especially getting closer to the, to the Zman of, of, of Mashiach, the Avedah beer gets that much stronger. I mean, it, it, the clarity has to start coming through the Tsaris that, um, that, you know, I'm, I'm saying six billion Jews were just wiped out in a systematic way, right? The idea that to think that the world of the game are upstanding people is, 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 is absurd at this point, right? Absolutely absurd. I, was just, I saw actually that Moshe um, Rabbi Middleman actually was putting out... Um, these pamphlets from Shmuel Birnbaum, the Roshiva, the Roshiva the Mir. Um, again, incredible person. He was uh, one of the people saved in Shanghai who learned in the Mir in, in, in Shanghai when they, when they went during the war. Um, and he brings over there a Maisa, but Rabar Chaber, that Rabar Chaber once saw a pogrom, a big pogrom, I forgot what town he was, the Rav in some little town. And that Shabbos, he made a Berch Sater, Asher Bachar Bonu Mikhail Omim, with tremendous amount of. of, of uh, of Islahavus and, and Kayach and power and, and Kavana, and they asked the Vos Heist, you know, what's, you know, what's, what's, you know, what's, 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 what's doing? Why, why, why the Berchsatera? He says, because I thought before that the Gayim, it's possible for them to be episomench. So I thought, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was Shaykh, that people could be, <clears throat> if they want, they could be upstanding. So after witnessing the pogrom that I saw, that normal people, people that live their daily lives, Stama people, not, not thugs, not, you know, could do such vile, terrible things. I saw that very much so, and Adam is absolutely lost if he doesn't have the, if he doesn't have the Torah. If he didn't have the Torah, then, then look at what a person is capable of, uh, of doing. So, so when I saw that, I made a Berch Torah with Kayach, to thank Kodesh Baruch that we're the Ummah, that was Nifchar, Mikhail Amim, that we're, when Nassim was Torah, so he gave us the Torah, that we wouldn't, that we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be like that anymore. But that, that, that's the way it is. So I'm saying it's, it's shocking to me the fact that people can still think that there could, you could have a civil world outside of Torah. I mean, I mean look, 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 look around. Look what just happened. Look, look what is happening, right? So, you know, and that's why Rebbe Khanan says that every one of these experiments are going to topple and fail to show us that that that's and there's nothing there. So by the zman of a Mashiach, that's the zman of beer, the time of separation, um, where where more and more we start to distinguish <clears throat> and start realizing 
the 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 and the Ra start to, to separate out so that we we're I'm in on a Yichud. Okay, so we spoke about we spoke about that concept last week. So let's let's continue from there. Okay, so test. So umilvad. So now the Ra has entered into Adam. Now the following occurs. Ula milvad calls that despite all this. Hashem made exera that the world now is no longer able to reach its place of shleimus when it is once it has been ruined. Right, once Ra entered into Adam and has stained Adam, then Adam is no longer fit. Ah, he can separate the Ra out with enough avoda, like the Ramchal said. It's a double avoda. He has to get back to where he was before, and from that point, he has to continue. Onward, and like we pointed out, Kalei Yisrael, to whatever capacity they did, got back to Me'en, the level of Adam Arishan, by Har Sinai. But still, right, that, that wouldn't have been good enough. Akash Baruch that once the Kilkul happened, no longer in, in, in the form the world is in now, can it achieve this level of Shlemus and rise through the spiritual worlds, through the 6,000, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10,000 year, to the, to the status of Olam Haba forever, once the Ra has entered into Adam, even if Adam would remove the Ra through his free will. The that is the Tzura that it is in now. Shabbat is Rabbi Ra, because in the Tzura the world is in now, the evil has increased. Like we said, through Adam's of Eber, he brought Ra into, in, he mixed over Ra. The world has to go through a time of a, of a Hafsa, it has to go through a decomposition. Has to be destroyed and and and, and decompose. The Hainu Hamisa Adam, and that is Misa. That's the death to man. And since Adam, like we said before, is Atzalam and Adam is the microcosm of the Bria, and every force of the Bria put itself into Adam, and every action of Adam impacts the world around it. So too, Adam bringing Ra into himself brought Ra into the Bria around him as well too. So the entire Bria, all of the physical world, also had the merging of Tov Ra occur in them. They also were into a state that had Kilkul, that had destruction in them, and they are not fitting in their current state for for, for Elam Haba. Um, we found this again, just a marshal by Noyach. We said that even, even the behemoths were, were up to no good, right? What's the pshat? Because Adam is, is uniquely tied to the Bria, and the mice of Adam impact the Bria. And if Adam is going to do a rias, then the animals end up doing, end up doing a rias. In fact, it says over there that the Mabul took up to three Tfachim into the ground in order to uproot all of the, the hashpa that B'nai Adam put in the world, that I guess up to three Tfachim into the ground was whatever that represents, three tfachim is usually, uh, is usually in halacha, it's loved, so if you're under three tfachim, it's loved, it's kilo, it's, 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 uh, it's still there, so maybe more than three tfachim is enough of a richuk that's called a new makum, I don't know, not, 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 not sure, but, 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 but yeah, I mean, I'm saying, I've even heard people say the concept, be, you know, be careful who you buy your house from, I don't know, if we should live in such a world where we care about these things, but all those actions definitely um, impact the world around them, and, and if the Ra entered into Adam, that means the Ra would enter into the world, into the world around them. So, so being that the, the Adam put this kilkul into himself, Kosh does not want the world to move to Shlemis once it has had this stain that was put on it. And therefore, the Neshama is not going to be able to purify the Gulf. We said that one of the functions of the Neshama was to purify the physical and to make the physical bottle to the world of Neshama and the Gulf to rise throughout the world, higher and higher and higher, and that was a function of the Shama, that it, that it, that it, it pumps the ore of a Kosh Baruch Hu's Ha'aras um, Panim um, um, into the Guf, thereby purifying the Guf. So the Shama no longer is going to be allowed to do that job, because if it would do that job, it would purify the body in the state that it's in, with the Kilkul that was already there. So the only time the Shama can do its job of purifying the body is after it has left first the body, 
the body must die, the body must decompose. And then Akash Bokhu will rebuild the world in a new, a new um, construction. And in that new construction, then the Neshama will enter into the body and will then purify the body with all of the mitzvahs that the Neshama has done until now. So Chaim Freelander, on the bottom, he asks, he says, I don't understand, well, if we bring the world back to a refresh start, how do we know that, that mankind won't mess up like other region did in the first place, we're going to have the problem all over again, right? He says, because this time it's fundamentally different. And this time the answer is just, push it, right? And this time we already acquired all the terror in the mitzvahs after the chayt of Adon Rishon. The neshama is loaded with ha'aras panem, ready to fill the guf with the light of a Baruch based on the mitzvahs that it did in its lifetime, and to elevate the body. It doesn't require bechira anymore at that point. No, you don't need to eat some etzachayim anymore, you, right? We, we spoke before that in the Gan, that the etzachayim was the mitzvahs don't eat from it, and the etzachayim was the mitzvahs right? Over here, we don't need to do that anymore, because again, the Shama has already acquired, once again, acquired all of its olam haba, while post the chayt in this world, so when the body is recreated, i.e., this is tchias amesim, right? So when tchias amesim occurs and the shama comes back in, the shama is allowed to do its job to purify the guf and to elevate the guf one spiritual station after another till finally the, the guf is hardly even even there; it's not even perceived, and we can sit and enjoy Akash Baruch presence forever. The light that the neshama is going to use, the the the, the part of Akash Baruch the neshama is going to use to purify the body, will be the mitzvahs that we did in our lifetime, thereby leaving no room anymore for all them to make any more mistakes at that point. Yeah. So this, it's, it's, this concept of Sichas Amesim is similar to the Dora Mabel. Again, I mean, he wiped it out, clean slate. So why not introduce the Torah at that point? Everything was clean. That would have been a good Tukufa to bring in the Torah there. Well, again, like we said, that's what I was trying to tell you. There has to be some level of Torah that was there at the time, but it requires someone to reciprocate on the other end. And the Goyim were not willing to do that. No, after he wiped it out, he could have brought in the Torah there. They did. Had Yeshiva Shein Be'ever. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It has to be there was some access to a level of Torah at that time. And that's how the Ovis had Torah. That if you would try hard enough, there would be Torah. What changed by Malton Torah is that once this nation was the nation of Avram and Yaakov, who worked for it, who deserved to have it because they put in the effort to bring, to discover whatever Torah they could discover, Kosh Baruch Hu, then Kosh Baruch Hu made it for their ancestry much more clear by putting the Torah physically into the, in, into the world. But, but in the Khanami, that was the Shavas Metzimeh Um And you know, that, that, that's a famous Gemara, the, the Gemara Darsh of the Poskin Amos. That's the Kosh Baruch was Ro'as Aretz Amav Tiran. He looked at the world and he mattered them. And meaning, seemingly, he took away the mitzvahs. The Gemara says, Chait in this car, because the guy did a virus, they don't have to keep their mitzvahs anymore. And the Gemara says over there famously that, that, that no, that they, they do have to keep their mitzvahs and they'll be punished for not keeping their mitzvahs. They just go, won't get the reward for doing the mitzvah anymore. The Gemara says, aye, but even a. Uh, um, uh, even a guy that um, over there says Gershon's guy can gobble basically the mark over there can, concludes and says the schar the guy in the next world is going to be like a person that's uncommanded versus that we know that when you're given a commandment you do a mitzvah the reward is much greater than when you do a mitzvah voluntarily Right? And they immediately, you see it from like Mark, they had the opportunity to do this from the they had whatever of time that, they, that they, they were given, and they had the opportunity. They didn't take a Kosh up on the offer. Only Avravina was the one that took Kosh Baruch up on, 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 on his offer, and that was the chesed of, 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 of Avravina, that he was willing to knock himself out to do Ratzon Hashem. The guy didn't take advantage, and therefore they lost out. And they were cut out of the process. They lost the schar of Mitzvah Isa. They lost the ability to have Tzam Elokim to impact the Bria around them. And they became, you know, person uh, non grata. They became no longer a, uh, 
a, a, a force of change in the world anymore, and they, they were pushed much more into the backdrop of the Bria. And now all the events that occur in this world is directed from the actions of the Jewish people. They had the opportunity. They, they didn't do it, right? They, 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 they didn't do it. So he says, The world will also have to be completely destroyed from its current surah. And it's going to have to be rebuilt in a different form, which is fitting for Shlemus. So, that's where the, the Gzera of Misa came to man, that man now has to die. And one day he will be re- reborn, recreated. And this is the concept of Tchiyas And on the, on the idea that the world will be destroyed and will be um, brought back and, and renewed, this is what Chazal tells the Gemara Sanhedrin: Shita Alfei Shana Havi Alma. The world will exist for six thousand years. Chad Charev, one one thousand years, the world will be destroyed. Shana, at the end of that thousandth year, Kosh will recreate the the world. So let, let, I'll just stop and talk about this for 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 a brief moment. Um, what we're saying over here is that once the world fundamentally changed and Ra came into the world, the current state the world is, is in is not fitting anymore to be purified because of the stain. You know, I, it's almost like the halacha that a klicheres, once, once it's taken in toma, once it's taken in tarfis, no longer is it going to be kashered and has to be broken and, 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 re, and recreated. So too, once the Ra has entered into the world, it has made an indelible mark and has left a stain in the world that if the world would rise to Shlemus in the state that it's in now, it would get in the way of a Baruch Hu's gemul for Adam, because there always would be that stain of the guf and the Ra that made its impact upon the upon upon the um, upon the Bria. I mean the Mashal, just like when you when you erase something off a of paper, it's it's in a dema. You know, Chazal talk about the idea that a young person learning Torah is like a clean piece of paper. An older person learning Torah is like a paper where you've erased and you have to write on top of the, the, the erasure even though... Theoretically, what? Here's the Angusa. Very good. Right? Whatever, whatever life experiences an older person has had, you know, and he has to erase them and, and, and make them Torah on top of it, there's still, there's still a, a stain from what was there before. A person does any of it in this world, even if he does truth in this world and he, and, he, and, he, and he fixes himself, there always is that pool. There always is that existence of what was once there. So because Adam brought Ra into himself, for Olam Haba to be a perfect place where there is no sense of any tumor or guf whatsoever, it had to be that Akash Baruch Hu had to destroy it and recreate it. Meaning that if it wouldn't have been for the chait, then there would be no need for for uh, for 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 tchias um, in, in in the first place. So we are in the middle of the last time of the Nefesh Chaim. I just want to knock it out where he discussed his last point. That the here's the photocopy. His last point of the Ramchal is um, is discussing. So you turn your attention to where he says. Um, you go to page Lamed Ches. You know what? Let's back up the Lamed Vav again. We, 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 we spoke about the mixing of the one. No, 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 no. We did that. We don't want to do that one again. I lied. So it's a Bukhar to Bukhayim. It's a parish? Yeah, that's um, Rabbi Goldberger and, 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 and Cleveland Rashiva tells. All right, let's go, let's go to Lama Zion, part of me. Lama Zion, I think, is where we left off. Um, he says over here, we're in the middle of Haggah, we actually did until now. So this idea of Tovarah mixing went until the giving of the Torah. Chazal said that at that point, the Tumah of, of the 
of the Eitzas Torah was removed from the Jewish people by Harsinai. The Sultan came and he mixed it up. What does it mean he was Irbev? It came from the outside. Like we spoke before, that before the Rab entered the person, therefore the, the, the need for Bechira, the, the, the person that was tempting was the one on the outside, that was the Nachash. So by Harsinai, the one from the outside, since they were in a perfect state and they didn't have an internal Yitzhahara, that explains the Medrash that the Sultan came from the outside. And, if, and the Medrash tells us that the Sultan showed Klaisrael the Mita, the, the dead that Moshe Rabbeinu was dead on and convinced them that Moshe had, had died. Why do we need the Sultan from the company outside and show them this vision of Moshe's death? Because again, at this point, they didn't have any intrinsic Ra or Yitzhahara on the inside. Just like before, by the Gan, the Nachash had to be an external force to create Bechira, to tempt the Jewish people and create the Nisayan. So too, by the, by, by Matantera, the Sultan had to come as an external force and externally seduce them into doing the Avera. Because the, the inner Yetzahara was kicked out of the Yidim, why Harsinai? The Zuhuma came back um, into them, mixed them like it was before. So, Zuhuma means the filth, the filth of the Nachash. Um, I mean, it, it is interesting, just to point out, though, that even though the, the, the filth of the, um, the Nachash did re-enter into the Jewish people, somehow Chazal seemed to make a distinction between that and the initial Zuhuma um, of the Nachash by Gan Eden. I mean, the Gemara of the Zara actually speaks about the concept that Bahar Sinai was Pascha from the, the Zuhuma, and they were, in Yanei, they were Negev Lahalacha. This is a little bit gross to, to talk about, but, um, you know, the... the um, Gemara over there says there's an Isra of leaving a non-Jewish person to tend to your animal. Um, it's lifting Iver, that they might do something inappropriate with the animal. And the Gemara asks, well, the Jews? And the Gemara says, well, but Harsinai, Paschala HaMazuhuma. Ah, Echei Te'egol. Right? I don't know. <laughs> clearly, mm-hmm. clearly, clearly, whatever came back into the Jewish people, Echei Te'egol, was not nearly as severe as what was mm-hmm. by the guy and by... Uh, by by Alden Rishon, I, I, I do I have a better explanation for you? I'm 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 not not exactly sure. Um, well, I mean, we did regain our level to some extent, right after we did. We did do tshuva. We did do tshuva. I mean, Alden yeah. also did tshuva, right? Alden also wrote Mizrach Shalom Shabbos about about tshuva, and and Alden did tshuva because Rabbi Makabel is tshuva, right? Um, you know, what makes us better than that? I'm you know I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I could do more of my. Uh, I could I could do more research for you, but uh, but but I just want to point out though that there is a halachic nafkamina that the zahuma left us, um, and even though it came back in to some degree, Nefshachayim is saying over here clearly it was not the severity that by 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 the guyim. So I shouldn't have a non-Jew wash my dogs. Um, so it's interesting. The Ron, the Ron speaks about that, and the Ron does say that that if there are certain societal things in the way that that stop. Going from doing that, for example, them being you know punished by Chok Medina. So if 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 they would get caught doing that, then they would uh, what, what they would be. What specifically are we talking about here? Well, what is suspicion? I, 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 yeah, oh, oh, okay. yeah. So I mean, the Ron does speak with the idea that um, that if it would be societally that's something that's not allowed anymore by the guy, and they would be punished for doing that, then but then in what way? legally legally, oh. which I assume they would be. By the way, oh. I assume. I don't know, but yeah, probably. Yeah, I was assume you can't. Uh, yeah, anyway, so so anyway, no, no. So so anyway, so so yeah. So I think I think the I think the minute today is not to be makpid, not to be makpid on it. Same thing also with haircuts. By the way, according to the Gemara, you're not allowed to get a haircut from a guy. There's many halachas over there, and if you get a haircut, you have to have a mirror. It has to be in the public. Well, they might take the the razor and uh, and and stab you. Getting refuah from a doctor or something, which which. 
Well, there's the Manazeh, that's the, 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 the Ran, right? It's in the public and there's a mirror. Right, but in today's day and age, you can get a haircut even in a, in a closed area with a guy. And the reason why is because societally, we have, the Ran says, we have rules and, and, and regulations and they'll get punished. If a doctor performs malpractice, they're going to get caught. If, if a hair a barber tries to slit your throat, then, uh, I mean, the Gemara goes as far as to say when you walk with non-Jews, you should make sure to have them on your, on your I believe, your left side. I should review this. Because I guess in the, in the rules of Kung Fu, if they were to hit you with a stick, you need to have your right hand available to stop the... Right? I mean, this was, this was bad stuff, you know? You know right? Like, so anyway, so Baruch Hashem, though, once you have laws in, in, in society, which is why, you know, we daven for the Shalom Shalmalchus, because if not, you know, like, like, like Tamais or Baruch Bear, we, we don't know what people are, are, are capable of. But anyway, I just would like to point out that the Huma, the guy you have, clearly is still worse. Halakhically, we even find Shalom Shalmalchus. And that's the pasuk says in Hosea, Hema Adam Avru Bris. Says Adam, Adam, Adam was Avru Bris. Fine. And that's what Hashem told Adam when He said, The day you eat from the Eitz Asura, you're gonna die. Lojayin klal of Anish. Shem wasn't threatening Adam, right? Like you tell the kid, like, you know, you take that cookie, you're going to your room, right? That's not what Hashem was doing when he threatened Adam he's going to die. It wasn't a threat. Right? Kosh doesn't do bad. He doesn't punish. There's, there's, no, there's no, I mean, yes, we see how Kosh does punish, but, but that's not for the sake of punishment, right? That's a corrective action for the, for the good, to bring the person to the right, to the right place. I mean, at least that's the, the truth by the... By the Yidim, right? When we left Mitzrayim, it says, Kol Machla, that a Kushmoko put on Mitzrayim, Lo Asim Alecha, Kani Hashem Rofecha, I am Hashem, you are a doctor, right? Just like a doctor only damages things in order to fix them, right? You go for surgery, the doctor breaks your sinus cavity in order to reconstruct it because he's doing it because the, 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 the Puranias, the, the punishment, the pain is only a means to be a corrective action. Um, whereas that's true by the Yidim, whereas by Mitzrayim, the, the Mitzrim, Hashem was not the Reifa, and that's why we have the concept of the Refua is always Kudu Mamaka, right? We find that um, as well too in, in, in the Megillah. We just, we just had Purim, that Mordechai was appointed to the Shar HaMelech, and he saved, because he saved the king from the plot, he was appointed Shar HaMelech because of Esther, and then he saved the king from Bixam Aseresh, and at that point, because he was in the Shar HaMelech, was why Haman took notice of him and got angry that he wouldn't bow. So really we could argue that Mordechai caused the entire Xera, but we know Kodesh Baruch Hu created the Refua Kudu that already was written down in the books of, 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 the, of the royal chronicle that he had saved the king from, Bixamaseresh. And the Malbim points out over there, you see that the Refua comes with Kayelamaka. Why is that? Because whenever Hashem has a Xera on the Jewish people, if the point of the Xera or of the punishment is to correct us, that means the antidote has to be there in advance. If the point is to punish, so there's no antidote. You just, you just, you just beat somebody. You shoot them. You whip them. That your, 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 your whole point is to be vicious to them. If the point is that you're trying to help them, then the tools that you're going to need after whatever destruction is going to occur, have to be there in advance. The, the doctor has to have his operating table and his scalpel ready before he cuts the patient's chest open to do a bypass surgery, right? Otherwise, how is he going to be prepared to help them? So Rafua is always Kodom Lamaka. So the Nefshah Chaim over here is asking that a Baruch Hu, at this point, Adam Rishon was like the Yidim. And Hashem is his Refecha. Hashem doesn't just threaten he's going to kill you if you eat from the Etzadas. Kodom Baruch is not a thug. Kodom Baruch is Tov, right? So clearly, the, the idea of telling Adam that he's going to die if he eats from the Eitzadas Tevira, is, is, is for the benefit of Adam. It's a corrective measure. It's Ani Hashem Rofecha. Kodesh Baruch Hu is, 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 is planning to, to warn Adam. Adam, if you do this, this will be the natural consequence and, and, and this is what's going to have to happen for your, own, for your own good. So what was the own good for Adam to, to die? 
that when when you no I, I, uh, yeah yeah from when you eat it tis the ra is gonna enter there will be no other means of removing the evil from you in order to give you all mabo ultimately you eat from the tree ra is gonna enter into you if ra and guf is gonna enter into you you won't be able to have a full experience in the world to come and therefore the only way that I'm gonna be able to get the ra out of you like we just saw in Derek Hashem is what. Is to kill you, and then to and then and then to then cause tchias and recreate the world in a way where the Ra's not going to be there. So when Hashem Rahul told Adam that he's going to die, it wasn't a threat. It wasn't a punishment. It was it was it was saying Adam that if you if you do this, the only way to bring about your final El Haba is going to be if you die and your body decomposes and you're recreated. Misa, the only way to bring about the final um, bestowance uh, is, is by, through your death, the equal the kever, and the concept of, of equal a kever, right? kever, that the disintegration of the body, which is to some degree painful, is a tikkun, which allows the guf to be, to be taken down. This is also the inyan, that Hashem told Adam later, Heina Adam Haya, right? Man has become the Atta Penishakyodu the Kakam Eitzachaim Vachovchailoid. So we know that Akashbahu stationed the the Kruvim at the gate to Gan Eden, right? The fiery swords that were turning. And Adam was not allowed to re-enter back into the Gan. And the Malachim said, Oh, Adam has become like us, and now lest he spread his hand out and he takes on the Eitzachaim and he and he lives forever, we're gonna have to kick him out, right? So, I mean, what is, why don't we want all of them to live forever? Why can't all of them have from the Eitzah Chayim? Why does he have to be barred by the, by the Malachim as bouncers from Gan Eden? Isn't that the Briyav? Isn't that Koshbohu create people to give good to them? Don't we want Adam to live forever? Why would Koshbohu want to take away Adam's eternal life? Let Adam live forever. Who cares? It's fine. Amnon wrote to Lemur, what what's being said is the following. So we're on page Lamaches, right? Shakasha Yechol Me Eitzachayim. I'm sorry, guys. We're in Lamaches, and the paragraph is Zehu Gamke. Shakasha Yechol Me Eitzachayim Vechaylolim. If he would eat from the Eitzachayim and he'd live forever, Yishar Chas V'Shalom Balotika. He would live out the rest of his life without a tikkun, meaning he would never rectify the ra which is inside. Mm-hmm. The ra would always that stain would always be with Adam, like like the Ramchal says. And the state that Adam's in now with the ra entering him, even if Adam would improve and remove the ra, there would still be that that stain. There'd still be a schmeck of of of, of ra and tuma and, and hesterpanim that's there on on Adam, and that would get in the way of his olam haba. So the only way to fix Adam is to kill him and let the guf be destroyed and recreated. He would never see the light and the goodness of a Baruch ever. Baruch kicked them out of Gan Eden and forced them out and, and, and guarded the, the gates for the taiva of Adam so that Adam could rectify himself. Because if he would have eaten from the Eitzachayim, he would have lived forever, right? The Eitzachayim, the Dveikas, the Baruch and he would have been connected to Hashem, he would have been connected to Hashem forever, where, where again, we know that all Ha'aras Panim, all connection to the Baruch is Chayim. Because Baruch Hu has, has, has Nitzchias, he has Chias, he, he is the source of all life, Elohim Chayim. So therefore, one connected to Akash Baruch Hu, then there's no destruction that can befall. This is like the famous... Um, Mardavuchem, which really Nefeshachayim speaks out later about when a person believes in Eidel Muladai and he's holding on the idea of Koshbachu's oneness, then it's not Shaykh anymore for Ra to occur. When a person is, 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 is blanketed within the Haras Pan of Koshbachu, there's no Makram for Din and Ra to ever come to him, right? The famous, famous Maisa that they brought with Davra Melech, Davra Melech was, um, was sick, 
and uh, and and he couldn't die. And, and I remember the Amorayim. There's two mice. One of the mice was a double mouth. One of the Amorayim. One of the Amorayim, I think, also was sick. So they, they did some distraction in the base medrash, but the other one stopped davening, and then he died. Right. But again, the word is that when a person is connected to Kosh Baruch no no harm can befall him. They said the mice of the briskerov. Uh, the briskerov was leaving um, um, Europe. He was able to escape the war. That he had to go through military checkpoints, and they finally got to one checkpoint. And uh, they asked for their papers, which was big trouble to, 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 to uh, I don't know if it was Russians or Nazis, I'm not sure what the story was, but I think it was Nazis. And, uh, and or it could be the Polish, and again, I have to clarify the story. And, and all of a sudden somebody comes on a, on a, on a they're on, on, on a horse, and he, and he tells them, he says, you know, it was a big military commander, and he told them, you two soldiers, you're needed in another place, and this and that, and, and, and they left. They went, they went with the guy on the horse. Afterwards, they didn't see where the Briskarov was anymore. He wasn't, wasn't by the checkpoint. They saw him off in a corner, like in deep concentration. They found out later what he was doing. He was focusing on the concept of only Kosh Baruch Hu's existence and nothing outside of Kosh Baruch Hu. And the Mela, at that point, the, the Yeshua came to them because it wasn't Shaykh Ra mm-hmm. when a person was Dabai to Kosh Baruch Hu. So Adam, with his imperfections after the Chait, having the Ra, Connected them. Had he eaten from the Eitz Chaim and had the Tveikas of Kosh Baruch Hu, then he would not have been able to die. And then, unfortunately, he would have been stuck in a situation where he always had that stain of tumah on him, and he would have quote unquote lived forever. Right. So, so Mela, he has, he had to he had to he had to be not allowed to eat from the Eitz Chaim in order to enable Misa, because Misa was was ultimately in, in his best interest. So, what about Bechir at that point, though? Once you once you. Once the kilko happens and then you're recreated, so why why is there an... Uh, there are no bechir. There's no bechir. There's no bechir. Now's the time to do it. That's what Chazal tells you. You have a shach Right? One, one, one moment shuva and meisim teven is better than all of the next world. Why is that? Because in this world you can change. In the next world you're stuck. In the next world you're stuck. In fact, it's interesting. I was going to talk about this next week, but we can, we can just mention it now. That... Um, that what the Ramchal is going to speak about, and it was Yod, we'll get to, is that after the body separates, the guf, the, the guf separates, sorry, the neshama separates from the body, the guf goes to the ground to decompose, and the neshama goes up to a world called Olam and the neshama. So it's kind of like a waiting room. And there you wait, and we'll describe more of it next time, there you wait until the Zman Tchis for the neshama to re-enter the, the body. Um, in that world, though, you know, the, there's Gehenim, which we'll speak about later, and there is, there is, there is the Hanav, the Tzadikim sitting with their crowns in their heads and being nanin from the Ziv HaShchida, and, and your station, how close you are to Kosh Baruch in that world is commensurate to the Maisim that you did in this world. In that world, you can't, you can't change. You can't change. That, that's it. It's finished. You're, you're done. You know, like, just like the, the pottery, as long as it's not fired in the kiln yet, you can always change it. You know, the, 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 the longer it sits, it's harder to change. It's like a person gets older, it's, it's harder to change. But you still can change, right? <clears throat> Once it's fired in the kiln, it's finished. You, you can't, it, it can't be changed anymore. So there's <clears throat> many great, I mean, Rav Dasar speaks of the idea that, that Karach, there's a Gemara Bobasra, the Rav Rachana is taken by a certain Arab to an area um, in the desert, and the Arab says, I can show you where Karach and his, you know, you're holding this? Where Karach, where Karach and his, and his, and his Tamidim, where Karach and his, and his family is, and the Arab took him to a certain place in the desert, and there was a, clearly this Gemara is an absolute agadata, it's not meant to be taken literally, um, and there was a fissure in the ground, and there was smoke rising from the fissure, and the Arab said, put your ear to the ground, mm-hmm. and, he, and he heard, what's going on? That at that point, Karach was no longer able to change. So he entered into the next world, 
in rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu. The only corrective measure in the next world is repetition, is the concept of Gehenna, of experiencing the non-existence that a person had caused by the Avera that he did in this world. And after experiencing that non-existence more and more and more and more and more, and having the reality you know, hit you in the face over and over and over and over again, eventually there is an end we know to Gehenna, right? Like Gehenna we know is 12 months, right? Whatever that means, whatever these 12 months, however they're measured, right? At least in this world we say Kaddish for 12 months, or really 11 months, right? As we know, not to make it seem like the person's in Gehenna, but Gehenna is this world of repetition because you can't change. You're stuck the way you are. Gavald the Gemaisa, that um, by that uncle a Ger, wanted to become a Ger. So he reached out through um, Kishif, through Ivan Yudainit. He reached out to his, to his uh, uncle Titus, right? Titus already was in the Olam Amis at that point. Yeah, probably not doing so good up there. And, and he, through Kishif, he was able to reach Titus, and he asked Titus, he said, who's honored up there? Titus said, the Jews. He said, should I become a Jew? Titus said, nah, you don't, you don't want to do that. Don't, don't, don't do that, right? I understand. You're in the Olam Amis, you see the people that you, you know, the, you, you robbed, pillaged, killed, all, you see the terrible results of all your affairs up there, who's burning Ganem Titus. You see who's honored up there. And at the same time, you, you can't be honest about what's the right course of action in this world. The answer is no. Titus was a Jew hater. He went to Shemaim as a Jew hater. Once in Shemaim, he's stuck. This really is, is the makor for a lot of the Avedah and Midas that we need to have. I was just seeing recently in... in um, they made a muster safer for the guy in the Meltzen. Um, I mean, it's old, old safer. It's not. It's old safer. Um, Evan Shlema, right? And Evan Shlema over there, the guy, speaks with the concept that tikkun midas is of the extreme importance. In fact, they said that the, that the, that tikkun midas really is is masakin the nefesh of a person, and the terror and the mitzvahs are masakin the ruach of a person. Okay, whatever that means in Kabbalah. But then the, the question is famously asked. So we spoke. We've addressed this before in the share also. But uh, just a different angle. Why why is that the midas are not mentioned in the Torah? And the answer is that they're very rudimentary. They're basic. The Torah is dealing with the higher part of the person's self, the ruach, the lower part of the person's self. The, the nefesh and, and the going over there says that when a person is in the midas, it makes keeping the Torah much more easier. If, if you've, if you've, you know, the, the we, we spoke about this before that um, Rav Chaim Vital and um, his Musr Sefer, um, what's it called? Shari Kedusha. Thank you, Shari Kedusha. Asked this question: Why, why Derech Eretz Kadmon the Torah? Why wasn't the midas not mentioned the Torah? And he says because it's Kadmon the Torah. It's it's a, it's a pre prerequisite that you can't build a building unless you have a strong foundation. A person's midas, if they're not fixed in this world, will show in 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 in, in the Olam Neshamas. That will be your disposition. If you're a person that is all fatinet and, and angry at the world, then in the next world you're stuck. You're frozen, and and that's and that's that's the way you'll be. Yes, there's there's Gehenim, there's Tikkunim, there's there's um, there's Gilgul. There's well, well, I mean, we'll talk about that more in the second parak. What what are the different tikkunim of a person after after he dies? And people learn bischus for you. It's it's not over. built in nidach, we nidach. does not kick anybody out to the next world. But but we in this world are fixing ourselves, and, and the way we the way we, we complete ourselves will be the way that we're shown in the in the, in the next world. So yes, the the Olam of Schar is a world where there is no bechira, the time to earn, the time to change. The time to build, you know, your your nefesh and your ruach, your midas and your ma'asim tovim and your mitzvahs and your talmud Torah is only in 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 this world. Now is now is the now is the time, right? What's the famous ma'asim we saw Santa, right? Where he walked by the, the candle. Right, he walked by the shoemaker, the shoemaker was was banging in the middle of the night, right? He he asked the shoemaker, right, and and, and he said the shoemaker, what are you doing out banging away this time? So Shoemaker said, no, what was the line? Was as it? long as the candle is still burning, I can still work. Right, as long as the candle is burning, I can work. So Rabbi Sol Santos took that as a message to himself. As long as my neshama is burning, as long as the, the, 
fire when the was inside of me. I still have time to fix myself, right? So that never was too late. It's never too late. It's never too late. Well, at one point it is too late, right? So, okay. As long as you're alive. As long as you're alive, it's not too late. 100%. Yeah, we all took a Misa with um, a kind Friedlander. Yeah. Who obviously was a Gaon and he knew Kabbalah and everything. And he, he got very, very sick at the end of his life. And he went to shock and he said, I have to spend the last few weeks of my life. Right. And shock told him, work on your needles. Wow. Mm-hmm. Stark. That's it, right? That's it, yeah. Yeah, before, before you, right? Oh. So yes, Bechira will be lost at some point. That, that, is, that is the point. In Olam Haba, we won't have Bechira. Bechira is purely a function in this world to gain Shlemus and feel like we deserve it in the next world. It's not a Tachos in its own, right? It's not, it's not, it's not a Maila, you know? Don't feel like you're losing yourself. Adar you'll, you'll find yourself connected to Kosh oneness in the next world much more than you will in this world when you, have, when you, when you do have free will. And you'd be surprised how limited your free will actually is in this world also. It's only in the areas of Teremitsus. It doesn't really apply to all the other yanam that we think, you know. Yeah. Right, when you decide you want chocolate or vanilla ice cream or whether you should be eating it at all because it's bad for your diet, um, you know, that's not really so much a function of of Bechira. Of, of I mean, unless if that's, you know, Bechart that's taking care of your health. But, all right, moving on. So over there he says, just let me just knock this out. He says over there, therefore they were kicked out of Gan Eden because no, if he wasn't kicked out, he would not have been able to do his deacon and the Ra has to separate from him and he has to have equal bekever. He has to be eaten up in the grave and disintegrated the body and, and that's where a deacon for all of the physicality a person brought into his life. The Sfarim speak about the idea that, that a deacon for the, I spoke about this before, the tiny speak of the Dvarim Rishos, our misusing of Gashmias in this world, that is the pain that the, that the Gulf experiences in the in the in, in the kever. This explains the four people that died through the, the bite of the Nachash, Gemara, and Shabbos. They never had their own chet at all. They still had to die because they had ra inside of them from other Mauritian. They didn't name these four individuals never put any ra in themselves whatsoever. But because they were a product of the hate of Adam, the Mela, they needed to die even though they did no sins in this world because to remove the, the Zahuma, to remove the Gashmias and to enable them to get Olam Haba. Al Yidei Chet Adam Rishon Hanachash. So there are, there are these four people who actually die without having a sin ever. And this, this Indian will go that people are going to have to be dying in order to remove the, the Ra to enable Olam Haba until the end of days, it says by the, by the, by the, by the Mashiach, and we say this in every Leviah, that one day HaKadosh Baruch Hu will swallow death. Right? Because death, again, is only a product. We live in an imperfect world. Once this world becomes... Masukan and fixed up after Yemes Mashiach, there will be no need for death ever again. So death is really a temporary function. And then not only that, aside from that, we won't need death because we'll be Masukan, there won't even be Ra anymore, not even on the outside to tempt us because Ra is only a Kli to create the balance of Bechira. Once we've achieved the goal of choosing our own um, Olam Haba and choosing a Baruch Hu Zichon and, and, and making the right decision of, of being Nizdabek to Kosh Baruch Hu, there will be no need for Ra anymore. And that's the Chazal that says that a Kosh Baruch Hu will one day shecht the, the Tahara. As Ruach HaToma Avim in Aretz, and the Pasuk says that the Ruach of Toma will be removed from the earth. So we'll end here, but just one, 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 one quick little cute Misa that apparently by the, by the, um, the Leviah of the Ramak. So Ramesh Kodavera was, was the supreme Makubal of the world during the time um, before the Arizal revealed himself. Um, as a young man, the Arizal didn't want to reveal himself while the Ramak was still teaching, and the Ramak um, taught famously his Kabbalah through the concept of the spheres, 
and the Arizal was mechadish, the concept called partzufim, whatever that means, and the Arizal spoke later and said, don't ever reject, now we all, we're very into the Torah, the Arizal, no one really learns the Ramak, it's making a little bit of a comeback, but the, it's more of a basic level of Kabbalah, but, but the Arizal said, do not reject the Torah of the Ramak, and the Arizal was, was, was praised Ramesh Cordovero very, very highly, um, in fact, it's interesting that the Ramak's Torah is spread all through Ashkenaz because of, um, why am I forgetting things today? What was his name? In Italy, it was a rich a very wealthy Ramami Pano. The Ramami Pano greatly spread the Torah of the Ramak through, through, throughout all of Europe. In fact, the Arizal had a student before um, Ruchai Vital. His name was Israel Srug. Israel Srug actually um, had some Torah that, that was not written down in Kisveri. Um, and he, and he, he actually traveled to Europe to convince the world over there of the godless of the Arizal. And he won over Amami Pano, and that's, that was really one of the springboards that, that brought about the Torah of the Ari. Eventually the Shlaz, the Shlaw, the Shlaw Kodesh is also acceptance of the Rizal, that also really kind of helped to, to springboard. And the Ari became the predominant um, Kabbalah that we, that we have today, and, and everything we have basically comes through the, through the Arizal. But the Ramak was somebody who was very, very Hashiv, and the Arizal himself warned to not forget his Torah. So at his Levaya, the Arizal got up to speak. This young upstart, young young person, who is this person, you know, claims to be a tzaddik, and he says, the Pasik, the Chiyah Be'ish Chait Mishpat Moves, the Humas, the Talisa Isal Eitz. Right? If there will be a person that does a sin and deserves the judgment of death, you should kill him and you should put his body up on a tree. Right, which is the din that if someone is given the Mises Bay's din, their body is displayed um, very shortly, not allowed to be left there um, until the nightfall. It's put up and taken down right away because we don't want the Talmud him hanging for too long. But you you literally put them on a pole and you display them and then you take them down. And he said this pasuk about the Ramak when the Ramak was nifter, and everybody there was very very upset at the Arizal. What are you saying, right? What? Yeah, no, no. So the Arizal says, no, let me explain. He says, right? Um, what does the word chait mean? The word chait means of lashon of chisarn, of lacking or missing, right? So when a person does a chait, he, he's, he's missing. Why? He creates chisarn by himself. He pulls himself farther away from a Baruch Hu, and he creates a void of emptiness. So the word chait can be interpreted to mean chisarn, a lackingness. If a person is lacking a mishpat mavis, meaning if there's no clear reason why this poor person should have died, it's missing his mishpat mavis. We don't see why he should have died. The person was a perfect tzaddik and didn't deserve to die, so it's chait mishpat mavis. We don't see the mishpat mavis. Why should he have died? Vahumas, but he died anyway. So how can you explain that? How do you explain that a perfect tzaddik who never did any averas, there's no reason he should die. How do you explain that? Talisa also al eights. You should suspend his death on the eights. What eights? Eights is as tevira. There he's all said. There you go. So he said that. That's a bechina. Look, it's just kishmak. You see how many how many panim for. For a terra is there, right? Wow. Yeah? Okay, no. It's not that Rizal said the Ramak. But that, that's what Nebuchadnezzar here is saying, that that's the Gemara tells us there were four people that that, that happened to. So again, you know, it, it's part of our understanding of, of death, that we look at death, um, and we're going to continue next time. And we'll speak next time about the concept of Elam Neshamas, the process of dying, how much the dead people are aware of this world, that, that we'll, 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 we'll discuss next week. Um... um but you know, we look at death. Death, you know, is 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 a terrible, terrible thing because 
we miss the person in this world, especially if it was a person that was a family member or, or if it was a gadol bateria that we're listening to the light of his Torah in this world, it's a terrible thing. But we have to understand that ultimately that death is a product of the Eitz Das and it's part of the Tikkun and the Bria and this is a temporary world and, and death to some degree really is, is a good thing ultimately because it's what enables the person to have chayinitzchias, to a person to think that living in this world forever is a good thing is not. And, and we seem to be confused and a lot of times it's the Gaius culture. You know, everyone's looking for the elixir of life. And yes, prolo- life is an incredible thing. We want to prolong life because life means more mitzvahs. It means more time to be misogyn ourselves, more time to fix ourselves. But intrinsically, it, it's not the tachlas. And it would be a bad thing if we would stay alive forever. I mean, just interesting, the Sefer Chinuch speaks about the, the Kayin Gadol's Isser being metamet to Mason, right? Um, a a Kayin had yet. A normal Kayin has the right to be metamet to his father, mother, his brother, sister, um, and, his, and his children, unmarried sister. Um, and, and the reason why he's allowed to do that, the Sefer Chinuch says, is because people naturally are mournful when somebody dies. Someone died, there's a void in your life, and, and, and the Torah addresses the need of the person to work through the emotions and the psychology of a person dying, and therefore a lot of stuff the shiva on the social process, right? Kangadol is not afforded that right to Matama to Mason. He's not allowed to bury his dead. Why? Kangadol is supposed to be bigger than that. Kangadol is supposed to see the big picture. And the Mela, even though you know he's supposed to be beyond this world of, of, of feeling the pain and the emotions of, of a person dying, and he has this perception on what death really is, and death really is not death. It is, it is, the word kever is also the same lushan that is used by the womb of a, of a woman. It, it's a doorway. Just like in the Shema popped into this world, the kever is the doorway to pop out of the physical world, and death, death is a heichatim so to be misake in the person to enable them to have chay nitzchi. So it's just a different perspective and, and understanding, like, you know, our, our, you know we, we make our priorities sometimes to prioritize to, to maintain life, and yes, life is very important, and we have to care for our health, and, and the more time we have in this world, the more mitzvahs we have. Medachisa, our, our fixation on it, is something that needs to change our... Our mentality—it's not. This was that It's not a good thing to live forever. It, it's not. It's it's better to do your job in this world. Do it well. Do it good. You know. Do it for as long as you possibly can. And then and, and understand that death is only just a passageway. It's a, it's a, it's an entrance way into 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 a, a greater world that will that will be coming to us. I think seven hundred years. You know, with the obvious, they lived so long. It's pretty well, right? So pretty well, right? Tremendous amount of time to be able to. Your, uh, That's right. Although, I'll show you the wise wisdom I once heard from uh, my, my old doctor, Dr. Doski. Dr. Doski was the guy in the shopping center. You, ever, you know what this guy? You've heard, story, you've heard stories? No, I don't know. Uh, no, not from a year. He was, he was um, in, um, not, not Pakistani, the other one. Um, he was Kurdish. And he would say, my friend, you know, Dr. Gakhtar, you know. He always said the word, you know, and my friend in succession. You know, my friend, my friend, you know, right? Right. My friend, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> My friend, you have the high blood pressure, you know. Right? My friend, you know, Dr. Gakner says, you're a holy man. Pray for my people, right? No. So he, 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 once, he once told me, he's, he asked me if I want to do a certain medical procedure, which is reserved, I think they even pushed the age up to 50 now at this point. He asked me if I want to do a colonoscopy. I told him I'm, I'm 30 years old. I don't, I don't think it's the right time for, uh, for that. He says, says, you sure, my friend, you know? I said, yeah, I'm sure. He says, oh, before you know it, you'll be 40, right? I said, what? He said, you know, my friend, life is like a movie. First you're not watching it, then it's over. <laughs> that was Dr. Desky said. So my, that was my Israel Slanter uh, moment where, the, where the, the person said that, right? But that, 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 that's the word. 700 years, at the end of the day, you know, this world is temporary. Bilal, Mavis, it, it's it's, 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 it's going to go and death will be removed and, and there's a bigger world that's, that's next. We, we have to really change our... Our pers- perspective, you know, and, and, and other, but that's also his to get busy, you know. Like, 
Get moving, you know? Top around. Top culture of safety is like connected. Yeah. Acceptance of death. Right, 100%. Yes, they somehow think they can cheat death. I'm not sure what they... Not living for the sake of, because we want to be safe. Like, convincing the masses to, like, lock up and, like, not Uh, live their lives. It's too early. Everyone's willing to not not live their life for the sake of being safe. Right. But, like, the whole part of life is to live, you know? Like, you're you're sacrificing your life for for what? Right, we're here for a tachlis. We're here for, we're here for a tachlis. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, abundance of caution. All right, Trevor, good. Shkayach.